1: to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.
2: Tonight, the young man accused of leaking America's secrets charged under the Espionage Act, what his father shouted to him in the courtroom, plus the breaking abortion news from the Supreme Court. Here are tonight's top headlines. The 21-year-old Air National Guardsman could face up to 15 years in prison for leaking hundreds of pages marked top secret online.
3: He apparently was just trying to impress people in this gaming network that he was on.
2: We are following breaking news. The Supreme Court says it's temporarily keeping in place federal rules for the use of an abortion drug. New details in the stabbing death of Cash App founder, Bob Lee. Investigators are looking into a link between Lee and the sister of his accused killer. Two days after
4: the record rainfall and some streets are still underwater. My partner, he wore all his life for the house. In one afternoon, we lost all.
2: Montana lawmakers move towards a complete ban of the popular social media app TikTok. The legislation will prevent downloads and prohibit them on the app. And Steve Hartman goes on the road to meet a man who is alive today thanks to the donation from a surprising source.
0: How do you say thank you? Just uh, take care of this gift.
2: Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Friday night. We begin with new details in the arrest of a Massachusetts Air National Guardsman in one of the worst breaches of classified intelligence documents in years. Tonight, 21-year-old Jack Texera remains in jail until his next court hearing on Wednesday. He did not enter a plea in a federal courtroom in Boston today where he was officially charged with unauthorized removal, retention, and transmission of classified or national defense information under the Espionage Act. Well, today we learned from the charging documents that authorities accused Texera of knowing exactly what he was doing. He was even searching online to see if authorities were on to him as the leaker. Texera started posting what appeared to be classified documents in an online gaming chat room as early as December. CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Harrods joins us now with what she's learned about the suspect. Good evening, Catherine. Good evening, Nora. Court documents allege the
5: 21-year-old gamer and Air National Guardsman actually searched his own government computer for the word leak. Apparently concerned investigators may have identified the source. As the charges were read in a Boston courtroom, 21-year-old Jack Texera stood silently. Arrested Thursday by heavily armed federal agents outside his mother's Massachusetts home, Texera now charged under the Espionage Act. Federal investigators accuse him of posting dozens of images bearing top-secret markings to Discord, an online gaming platform.
6: People who uh, sign agreements uh, to be able to receive classified documents acknowledge the importance to the national security of not uh, disclosing those documents, uh, and uh, we intend to to, uh, send that message.
5: According to the criminal complaint, Texera did cyber defense operations in the Air National Guard and required a top-secret security clearance that gave him access to some of the government's most highly classified records known as SCI. Former Secretary of Defense Mark Esper said internal security systems failed. You can't think of a good reason for a 21 year old to have access to this information.
0: No, I I cannot think of a compelling reason. And I assume uh, Secretary Austin and and Chairman of the Joint Chiefs Milley are, are probably asking those same questions.
5: Three days before Texera's arrest, court records detail how federal investigators questioned a user of that gaming platform. Among the first records posted, an intelligence status report about the war in Ukraine. Billing information revealed the username behind the post was the defendant who used his home address. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy criticized the White House, saying they were asleep at the switch. Jim Himes, the senior Democrat on the House Intelligence Committee, responded.
0: These things happen under all presidents. And so if you want to score political points, fine. But let's really focus on the problem here, which is an institutional problem, not a partisan problem.
5: Court documents do not shed light on intent or motive as Texera was being handcuffed and taken out of the courthouse. His dad sitting in the front row said, love you, Jack. Texera is being held
2: until his next court date. Nora. Catherine (laughs) Harridge, thank you very much. Well, there's more breaking news tonight on abortion rights. The Supreme Court is allowing a key abortion medication to remain widely available, at least for a few days, as the justices review a lower court ruling. CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns is following these late developments.
1: Are you ready to fight? Americans will have full access to the abortion medication Mifepristone until at least next Wednesday, as the Supreme Court temporarily halted a court order banning distribution. Justice Samuel Alito blocked a Texas federal judge's ruling, which would have suspended the FDA's approval of the medication, buying the high court time to decide whether to weigh in. Earlier today, the Department of Justice urged the Supreme Court to intervene, warning of sweeping consequences. This week, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals partially paused the Texas ruling but put limits on the drug, halting mail delivery, shortening the time frame for use and requiring multiple doctor's visits. Tonight, the fate of Mifeprestone remains in limbo. The drug has been approved for use for over two decades and accounts for more than half of the abortions in the United States. It is also used to manage miscarriages. Legal experts say clarity from the high court is needed or else access to the drug will depend on which state you live in. We're talking about a, a
5: truly enormous amount of chaos. The amount of confusion that this really potentially could bring to the whole country is, is fairly profound.
1: Recent polling shows the majority of Americans say abortion medication should be legal in their states. Meanwhile, new restrictions are adding to an urgency over the decision. In Florida, the governor signed a six-week abortion ban into law just last night.
2: Nora, Caitlin Huey Burns, thank you very much. Well, tonight, we're learning about new clues that might point to a motive in the stabbing death of Cash App founder Bob Lee. This comes after the suspect who newly made his first court appearance. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti reports a text message from the suspect's sister is getting a lot of attention.
6: Tonight, court documents reveal what allegedly happened in the hours leading up to the deadly stabbing of Cash App founder Bob Lee. Tech entrepreneur Nima Momeni is currently under arrest for the murder. In the filings, San Francisco prosecutors say Lee had been drinking earlier that afternoon with friends, including a woman identified as Momeni's sister according to a witness who was with them. At one point, the witness noticed Lee and Nima Momeni having a conversation. Apparently, the defendant was questioning Lee regarding whether his sister was doing drugs or anything inappropriate. Lee tried to reassure him nothing inappropriate had happened. Later, surveillance footage shows Lee and Momeni leaving his sister's building in a BMW in the early hours of April 4th. Surveillance video then shows the BMW drive to a dark and secluded area. The two men get out of the car and Lee is eventually seen walking away. These security camera images posted by London's Daily Mail show Lee injured. The BMW leaves at a high rate of speed in the area where the knife was recovered. According to documents, investigators were able to unlock Lee's phones and found a text message from the suspect's sister saying, quote, just wanted to make sure you're doing okay because I know Nima came way down hard on you. Momeni's family, including his sister, appeared in court today to support him. And prosecutors believe this attack was premeditated. Momeni allegedly used a four-inch kitchen knife and stabbed Lee a total of three times, including once in his heart, Nora.
2: Disturbing. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you. We want to turn now to those historic floods in South Florida. The Broward County Sheriff said today that emergency operators received really no- nearly 9,000. 911 calls on Wednesday. That was the day that the storm hit. Flights did resume today at one of the region's busiest airports where spring break travelers were stranded. CBS's Manuel Borges shows us the massive cleanup effort.
4: This is what people in the hardest hit areas are coming home to. Several inches of water still covering the is floors and yeah. lapping up to ruined furniture. After evacuating Wednesday night, Gabriel Castro came back to see what he could save. Any idea how much damage you have to oh, your we, we lost all. Lost it all, he says, adding that the water inside was waist deep when he was forced to leave. It's hard because it's all our things, our life. A swamp buggy helped Becky Johnson retrieve some of her belongings
1: some stuff, enough to fit in these two suitcases. and That's, that's all you
4: have on you right now? Wet, yeah. <laughs> in some pockets of the city, standing water remains two days after the historic rainfall, more than two feet in a matter of hours.
3: This is a disaster
7: akin to a hurricane strike.
4: In all, nearly 500 people had to be rescued.
7: Our primary need has been pump trucks, and we have more arriving as we speak. There was progress
4: at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. Planes took off once again for the first time since Wednesday after a travel nightmare that included more than 1100 canceled flights and hundreds of stranded passengers.
6: We're in the airport from three o'clock to three in the morning with a 10 week old. Uh, no way of getting out. No way of anyone getting in. Um, did not have enough formula. We had to ration it to keep him happy. He was very good
4: so far, the weather has held up today, but as you can see, in neighborhoods like this one, the water is only slowly starting to recede. About 600 people were taken to emergency shelters after the storm, but the city says tonight most have been reunited with families or are staying elsewhere. Nora?
2: Well, praying for the people there. Manny Bohorkis, thank you so much. Today, the Virginia mother of a six-year-old who's accused of shooting his teacher appeared before a judge. 25-year-old Deja Taylor is charged with a weapons violation and felony child neglect in the case. Her lawyer says she's trying to work out a plea deal citing mental health issues. Police say Taylor's son shot and seriously wounded first-grade teacher Abby's Werner in January. The National Rifle Association kicked off its annual convention today. The gathering of gun rights activists is attracting several Republican presidential hopefuls this year, including former President Donald Trump and former Vice President Mike Pence. CBS's Robert Costa is at the convention in Indianapolis.
7: Former Vice President Mike Pence came to the NRA convention intent on taking a harder, more conservative line on gun rights than former President Trump calling for armed officers at all schools and swift executions of mass shooters. As long as there is breath in my lungs, I will stand with you to ensure that the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Pence was greeted with applause, but also some boos at the top of his remarks, a sign of his struggle still with some Trump voters. The former president, who was endorsed by the NRA during previous runs for the White House, said he'd push for greater freedoms for gun owners.
0: And I will ask Congress to send a bill to my desk to national concealed carry reciprocity. Just like your driver's license or your marriage license, your Second Amendment must apply across state lines.
7: The annual convention comes just days after the latest mass shooting in Louisville, 155 so far this year, a record pace. Among the firearm displays, attendees made clear what they believe shouldn't be blamed.
1: I know it's not the gun, it's the person. If I lay my gun down and walk away, my gun's not going to kill somebody.
7: A different view across the street this week as some we Indiana teachers vote. pleaded with state lawmakers to bolster gun laws.
8: We're doing something wrong in this country. We need to do something about these guns.
7: The NRA's political influence has been questioned in recent years, but it retains convening power. Most 2024 Republican figures were here, whether in person or on video. But when it comes to responses to the recent mass shootings, again and again, the Republican refrain on stage was no new restrictions on gun rights, underscoring the tough road ahead for any new gun legislation on Capitol Hill. Nora.
2: Robert Costa, thank you very much. President Biden was moved to tears today as he wrapped up his visit to Ireland. While touring the Catholic shrine in Knock, the president was told that Father Frank O'Grady, the priest who performed last rites on his late son, Beau, was now stationed there. The president insisted on meeting him.
1: We had a nice chat for about 10 minutes. He was delighted to see me, and I was delighted to see him. He gave me a big hug, and Hunter gave me a big hug.
3: This is like a reunion.
2: Well, Father O'Grady is a former U.S. Army chaplain who was assigned to Walter Reed National Military Medical Center, where Beau Biden died in 2015. We want to turn now to the growing concerns over the rise in artificial intelligence or A.I. Some tech industry leaders are warning of the potential risks, including deep fakes and robots replacing humans. Tonight, in a preview of Sunday's 60 Minutes, Google executive James Manica tells CBS's Scott Pelley how the tech company is designing AI to help people.
3: A lot of people can be replaced by this technology. Yes, there are some job occupations that will start to decline over time. There are also new job categories that will grow over time. But the biggest change will be the jobs that will be changed. Something like more than two-thirds will have their definitions change, not go away, but change because they're now being assisted by AI and by automation. So this is a profound change, which has implications for skills. How do we assist people build new skills, learn to work alongside machines, and how do these complement what people do today?
2: This is going to impact every product across every company. And and so that's why I think it's a, a very,
7: very profound technology. And so we are just in early days. Every product in every company.
2: That's right. Well, you can watch Scott Pelley's full report, that's this Sunday on 60 Minutes, right here on CBS. Notorious drug lord El Chapo may be in jail, but today his three sons were charged in an international fentanyl trafficking investigation. We've got the details next.
8: Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way, too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back.
2: shoppers get it tonight new charges have been unsealed in a sweeping investigation into fentanyl trafficking attorney general merrick garland laid out the charges against more than two dozen members of mexico's sinaloa drug cartel network three sons of the notorious drug lord el chapo guzman were charged and so were chinese nationals accused of supplying chemicals to make the drugs
6: The Justice Department will never forget the victims of the fentanyl epidemic. We will never forget those who bear responsibility for this tragedy. And we will never stop working to hold them accountable.
2: Listen to this. Prosecutors say the Sinaloa cartel supplies most of the fentanyl in the U.S. and is largely responsible for more than 100,000 overdose deaths in 2021 alone. Just stunning. All right, it could be a first. One state is on the verge of banning TikTok. That's next. Montana is a step closer to becoming the first state to completely ban TikTok. Today, Montana's House voted in favor of the ban, and the governor is expected to sign it into law. The company says it intends to keep fighting for TikTok users. There's an estimated 150 million of them in this country. CBS's Steve Hartman is on the road. That's next.
1: Plus, you'll know what to tackle next, because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects, and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project
8: today.
6: Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply.
2: Sometimes life's greatest gifts can come from where we least expect them to. Here's CBS's Steve Hartman on the road.
3: Time to go for a walk. When John Ivanowski's kidney started failing and he needed a transplant, the most likely donor match was his daughter, Delaney. But John would have no part of her.
8: And I was like, well, why can't he just have my kidney? Or just take it now.
3: Well, I said, no way. Why so adamant that she not help?
0: She's the only thing I got.
3: Fifteen years earlier, John's only other child, Dawson, died of cancer. So the thought of Delaney going through this surgery, no matter how small the risk, was more than he could bear.
0: After losing Dawson,
3: I I, I don't know what I would do. Fortunately, a donor stepped forward. Yep, an anonymous donor. An anonymous living donor who also just so happened to be living in his basement. Unbeknownst to John, Delaney had spent the last year working with the transplant center here at Barnes Jewish Hospital in St. Louis, getting tested, going through protocols, and all the while, completely deceiving her father, until this very moment.
4: Oh my God, are you kidding me?
3: John says he sat there for quite a while, not knowing what to feel. I started crying, hard to process everything, you know? Because anger and gratitude (laughs) have never been intertwined like they were at that moment. Should I kill you now or kill you later? As time has passed, has gratitude overtaken the anger? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Most parents would give anything for their children. And when those tables turn, it's not really a parent's place to protest. Because the kids are just following the example you set.
8: I would do it over and over and over again if it meant to like save his life and have him here with me.
3: How do you say thank you? Just uh, take care of this gift. The gift from her and the gift that is her. Steve Hartman, On the Road, in St. Louis.
2: A gift of life. What a beautiful family. And happy birthday to Steve Hartman. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. Have a great weekend.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad free on Amazon Music.